It's the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast, and you know, we're hard at work even on vacation because we're putting together our favorite moments from the past, you know, year or so, I don't know, months, whatever. Yeah, this has taken weeks to individually curate each and every one of these. (laughs) right. And so, uh, you know, we put together things that you probably have not heard before, so enjoy today's podcast. In case you missed it, check out our Facebook page for um, the big, huge picture on canvas that Murphy's dad, Dane, gave us as a late Christmas present. And um, it's because we could we traveled to the beach to be with him for Christmas, and he didn't want to carry these big gifts to the beach, which is smart. He wouldn't travel right. with them. Right. So we got a Christmas gift the other night, and it is a huge, beautiful fo- photograph that he had put on canvas you can tell he went online and found this website which is so cute to and he takes a lot of pictures and then he gave everybody a picture a personalized picture gift our girls got blankets with pictures that mean something to them there's some other gifts still to be given out to other family members that we got to take a peek at it that's really cool Uh, you can't talk about i shouldn't but i love that you know because what my dad gives and you know is giving gifts and you know for years my mom was the one that really picked out most of the gifts you know except Mm -hmm. for things like for my sister which he, he would pick out those gifts but um, but that's now huge. it's it, it is a huge it, that's a huge picture. But I love his gifts because they're so unique and so cool and so different. And more importantly, they're personal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What he's you know giving he put there, into right? It. Because that's been a family tradition forever. The summer vacations. He probably takes more pictures than anybody that I've ever met. He has a true love for photography. And so, right. you know, back in the day when it was film, he was already shooting a lot of pictures. Now that it's a digital world where it's unlimited, shoot <laughs> yeah. as much as you Go want. crazy. He literally shoots thousands and thousands of pictures every year. And I'm going to tell you this. So the same night he gave us that big canvas of us on the beach, <laughs> um, we walked into his house to bring him home and good night and give hugs and all that and we walk into that main area and i guess he was just waiting for our reaction he turns he flips on the light and there is a another huge canvas picture okay that he had made for himself <laughs> and man it is fine it is do you want to tell sam what it is yeah and i'm thinking that i have a picture of, of it the picture here. anything do. to do with his harley or his vet it did what do you that's think? exactly what it is it's a picture of his harley that he bought in 1978 and it is gorgeous and on canvas Oh wow, that's yeah. cool! Looking. So we'll I would say that that's a Facebook super cool, too. you know, super cool picture. And when we post that, everybody's going to ask the question: Yes, that is my mother's urn. That's in the front uh, of that. Wait, I didn't realize that. You didn't know that? Yeah, that's my mother's urn. You, you, no, I was so taken with the Harley. I did not know that. Yeah, is that why you pushed it out the way? <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's interesting if you look closely enough. I think it's propping the picture up. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't tell me that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. It's, Completely it's mind blown. The whole thing is beautiful. I love it. It is very beautiful. I just didn't realize the urn was right in front of it. And mom made the picture. So, you know, earlier in the week, uh, I mentioned, you know, my dad's Father's Day and kind of going on the home automation path with him. Yeah. Um, and, and I realized this once again, when you walk into an electronics store now, it's, it's almost mind blowing how many rows or aisles are taken up now with home automation oh yeah you, know you go I mean? into best buy yeah and it's like i didn't I, I always just thought it was like hue for light bulbs and maybe yeah. one others i got so many it's a whole brands. new day yeah, yeah. A whole new day two I aisles told you you're gonna be, be able to buy a home in the future yeah. that's already autom- automated well right and word? i can see that becoming easily almost half the store at some point yeah but um there was when i was doing some of my homework for my dad's stuff some of this i could not believe exists 
it's almost confusing. If you don't really want cameras out in front of your house for some reason, they actually have light fixtures now. What? You can replace your porch light with um, with sensors that will just let you know when somebody's at the door, and it'll you know, it, like can, it can send you a text or whatever. You you don't you can't look at them. It's a cheaper way, I guess, of doing it. Yeah. Sure. But uh, I mean, you can do everything from sensors to cameras and whatever. There's a bazillion combinations of things that can be done. And uh, and so it's Crazy. I mean it, it I guess it goes to show you that I mean a rock is not a rock right <laughs> it could be a speaker totally. it could be a camera it could be a sensor you it could all, be a, I don't want to say who but I know somebody that keeps an extra key in a rock oh yeah you it's can the fake rock you put outside in the you garden you can buy oh, really? rock, fake rocks that look like rocks. But it's a key hider. Yeah. I love that. But for clarity, that's not a smart device. It's smart to use one, right? It, but it's not it's a... Smart. Oh, yeah, it, it doesn't do anything for you. Open my magic rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you also but, see, and this is, I guess, something completely different, but uh, I've seen it at a couple of stores, fake cameras. For uh, what? I, mean, it, I guess not, I've seen... Yeah, in the past, a little, little red light and the... It's yeah. the little thing. Yeah, it's got a light on it and a little... So it's to fake black, them out, smoky to fake glass. someone out thinking... So it, yeah, it looks like a camera. You put a couple up outside your house and people go, mm-hmm. oh, oh, they have cameras. Don't go there. Yeah, it's supposed to be a deterrent. Yeah. yeah, it's like the 2019 version of just sticking the security sign out in your front yard. Right, yeah. or the beware right. of dog sign, even yeah. if you don't have a dog. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna, uh, all you need is a fake camera and a fake owl, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep the birds and the criminals away. <laughs> Okay, so last week I told you I discovered scent sachets thanks to my friend who is a home designer and stager. Which, by the way, smell wonderful in our house. They do, right, Murphy? I got Murphy a cotton, was it a fresh cotton one? Mm Mm-hmm. And you love it, right? Well, it's subtle enough. It's not like one of those where you open it, it's like, oh my God, there's a scent in here. It's right. just, it's nice. It's some just people are thing. super sensitive to them and some people don't even smell them. Are you supposed to open them? No. You're supposedly not. Okay. Then you have a mess on your hands and it's too strong. So yeah. supposedly you're not supposed to open them. Okay. Um, I placed several of them around the house and I like that just as a change. You don't have to burn it. You don't have to plug it in. You have to change wax, anything like that. It's just nice. Yeah. And um, so I get this text, and we talked about that, and I get this text from Sam the other afternoon just randomly, about to pass out from huffing sachets at the store. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so, the whole turnstile I went through and I was picking the I one. I, and you don't need to, you don't, you just lightly, you don't need to well, inhale. Well, you know, I sniffed it, and then I have to breathe off to the side and sniff right. the one. I put one in my car, which smells wonderful. Which is what scent? What? You- I, I don't know what it is. How and can you not know what you bought? I don't know what the names of them are. They all have pictures on them, so I know what the picture is. They, so what's the? It's the an picture. elephant. Oh, you are no help <laughs> okay. to me. I don't know what the name of it is. It's just an elephant. The one I buy is called Paris, and it smells delicious. I saw that one. I didn't get that one. Wow. And I bought three other kind for my house, and I just can't smell the ones in my house. You need to walk past them and shake them and then leave the room. Okay. And you live there, so you're not going to smell it as much as like we would if we came in. Okay. But to me, they're not really going to fill a room. They're going to, as you walk past them, right? Right. Exactly. If you're walking in the door, you'll smell it. That's why I put three in one room because I figured smart kind of cover. If it's a big room, yeah. I think the one in the car smells so strong because of the heat of the day. The heat and the smaller space, right? The enclosed. They work better in smaller spaces, but they work. It's amazing in the car. Okay, I see now. I have my sachet in the car. Yeah, you can't wait to drive now. Can you? That's right. What does that smell? Well, it's my sachet. Which name I don't remember, but it's got an elephant on it. So funny to me that Sam and Jody are just about all of these, the sachets. Now I agree, the ones that Jody brought home smell great. Sam's uh-huh. got one in his car. And uh, it just so happens the the particular one that Jody got 
Um, I was looking up online because I was trying to find yours, Sam. What you said, the elephant on the front? Yeah. Can't find it, by the way. Just, <laughs> not, I mean, I can't. When I when I when search for for elephant sachets, all kinds of other things come Wait, up that aren't related. So well, there was a guy in a car. It's he parked on the side of the road. He said, "Hey, buddy, you interested in sachets?" Yeah. Okay, <laughs> stop. Um, so you know, I mean, the product description on this one is great, but apparently there are a few warnings, Jody. And so I, most people who review this Don't product, eat it. well, I mean, they say it's great. It's one of their favorite scents whatsoever. They walked into a friend's home and they just they had to know where they could get that scent. Sure. But then you get down to this one review that gives it a one star. And here's the reason for it. It says, I bought this for my car, and it was on my dashboard. When I went to move it, my dashboard was bubbled and deteriorated. Uh, I have a a nice SUV that was less than a year old, and now the dashboard is ruined. The back of the package in small print says, keep it away from basically everything, including fabric. So putting it in your drawers is not a good idea. I'm assuming she means dresser drawers. Um, So sad and upset this happened. I wouldn't want this to happen to anybody else's personal. Well, that's a good review. That's a real story. Stuff I have. I don't probably. If you shop at the, the same, same place, I, I got my, the same kind. You okay? I'm reading the yeah, warning. Just don't put it on your dashboard. Warning: Not for consumption. Keep product out of reach of children. Avoid contact of package and contents with furniture, fabrics, specialty carpets, yep. finished surfaces, plastics, acrylics, and painted <laughs> items. Wow! So everything as may cause damage <laughs> and or discoloration. Yeah, oh. yeah. So it's great for smells, but you need to put it in a place that apparently is just yeah, where it doesn't touch anything. What's in there? Well, obviously chemicals. I mean, it's probably essential oils and things, which right. would damage anything. It's not, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's I, not like it's the devil. It's just beware. Yeah. Mm. Just make sure whatever you do, put it where it's not next to yeah. anything else. <laughs> Does it say open flame? No. <laughs> Give us a call anytime. We'd love to hear from you. And 877-310-4MSJ to jump in and join us. Um, and I want to say thanks for all the love and the comments on the video we posted the other night, like a few nights ago from our house where we fed our bearded dragon, Ogie, um, a hornworm. So here's what oh, happened. Yeah. I've never seen a hornworm who looked quite like that, just so you know. That was pretty. It's very, not, not the eating, but I, I was like, oh, look poor at a pretty little thing. He's pretty. I've seen the green worm, green ones a lot over the years, but I've In never gardens, seen that right. iridescent kind of blue. blue. Mm-hmm. Well, so um, I went to the pet store the other day, and um, they were out of superworms. I'm like, oh, what? What kind of pet store is well, they, this? Well, anyway, so their suppliers had not sent any, so I bought crickets. So we did crickets for a few days last week. Apparently some high demand for superworms, Sam. Yeah. So anyway, we Murphy and I go the other night, and it's like, these bearded dragons are not eating their greens. They need to eat something. Let's <laughs> let's get something. So I had heard... And there's nothing worse than starving the bearded dragon. You know, you don't want to do that. <laughs> and so we wanted to make sure that they were well-fed. Yeah. Um, I had heard from the girl at the pet store, who was the one who helped us from the jump. Like, like we got these from her, these beardies from her when they were babies. They so were little babies. Everything she recommends to me. And she was, when they were, when they're out of super worms and you don't want to do crickets because they stink and all that. She was like, you know, you can always get a hornworm and they're in little boxes. And she said... Um, you feed one a day. Don't give him anything more than that in a day because it's super loaded with nutrients and it's super loaded with moisture. Anyway, so that's... How many hornworms are in a box? One. One. Yeah, you only buy them one at a time. That's what's interesting, and they cost as much as a whole box that's of superworms. That's not true. Well, okay, almost. Two ninety nine for that blue but, hornworm. $2.99. And I've never seen a blue hornworm, like I said... 
plenty of green ones, never a blue one. So I'm wondering, Jody, is this really a gummy bear? Or is this, <laughs> that's what they look like. Right. So we bring him home, and um, Ogie is uh, the fat beardy. Like, yeah. he looks like he eats everything, and he's so lazy. He doesn't want to move from here to there, you know, but he does. We let him out. So you put walks, the bowl in front of him. He walks around. but um, It looks like a hornworm, but it's not green. I knew he would eat it. Meanwhile, the hornworm's like, man, I am going to be a butterfly one day. (laughs) I don't know. I hated it. The girls didn't even want to touch it. They were like, he's sticking to me. He's sticking to me. But he ate it, of course. Think about the the incredible thing that would happen if humans could have one thing to eat that would hold them all day like a hornworm holds a bearded dragon. What kind of a diet would that be? Some might. So it's a cool video. I know. (laughs) Um, Check it out at murphysamandjody.com. Hope it was an awesome Father's Day weekend, and uh, it looks like you know something that just kind of we joked about here in the room is something that actually is oh now reality. I'm going to start off by saying, "Welcome back to the work week, Sam. Thank you for this, <laughs> but stop it." Okay. Okay. So, Sam, one of our Father's Day snacky daddy recipe <laughs> ideas was your firecrackers. Yeah. One of so my favorite things you make. It's a packet of ranch, some tablespoons of cracked red pepper, a little oil, and three boxes of mini saltines. Right. And those are some of my favorites. And producer Bailey said, have you ever tried them? I'm trying to do you, Bailey. Have you ever <laughs> tried them with goldfish? And <laughs> that, I, I saw yeah, that, that as a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Sam, you made them with the X. What what are they called? Ch- uh, flavor blasted. Flavor yeah. blasted goldfish. They already taste like kicked up goldfish. Yeah, they're like and extra cheddar. You had a, I had a cut back on the ranch and the pepper because it was a smaller box. But oh my gosh, Murphy! I think I found a winner. So, they so you, are took, ridiculous. you literally you took the same recipe but just did the goldfish instead of. Mm-hmm. But the flavor okay. blasted goldfish. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You have got to stop it. I won't be able to stop oh eating God. this yeah. unless other people eat it around me. It's that good. Yeah. It, this, yeah. It, this is like a whole new. So these are your kicked up mm. firecracker recipe. We're going to have to yeah. edit the, or I, add a new recipe. I guess you'd call them firecracker goldfish. Kicked up firecrackers. Something. I don't know. You decide. Firefish. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Firefish. Flavor bath blasted. Man, these are great. This is breakfast. Yeah. So the original firecrackers recipe is still on the website, you know, as part of Snacky Daddy. We'll leave that for a few more days and you can add the goldfish okay. one, Sam. Thank you for treating us, but stop Let's it, see. guys. Tomorrow, how about some Ritz? Mm-hmm. I can feel all the weight coming back right now. So when you get a chance today, uh, like our Facebook page so you get notifications of new posts and when we go Facebook Live. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, you can do that too. Yes. Phoebe and I are... There is actually video of this. Yes. um, (laughs) Our Phoebe, Phoebe and I are planning another makeup tutorial. Oh, really? Yeah. She wants to teach everybody how to do contouring. And she does that on me and it helps me a lot. Mm -hmm. So anyway, you guys don't even know what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right. Our Phoebe does... Contouring. uh, Is that something you do in a Ford... Ah, Maybe not. That's something you do on your face. Yes, I get it. I mean, you just clean it all off and go to bed, though, don't you? Yes. Wouldn't you rather have it done in the morning? I would, but she has to sleep. Oh, yeah. I have to get up much earlier than she does. Yeah. She's in That would mean she would have Sam. to come here. And, you know, that would no, gotcha. no, 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 no. I've already thought of that. Like, can you do my makeup every morning? Can't be late for school. Check our Facebook page for that and like us. You'll know when we're live. Um, we ended up having the best night at home last night with the girls. Wouldn't you agree, Murphy? There was no TV. It was just the four of us visiting. Now, it was unplanned, and those are the best times with family. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really find that. So we're having dinner. We have all these weird conversations over dinner. In fact, I'm like, can we please stop talking about this? I'm trying to eat. 
The girls had asked who who, Dad, who Ted Bundy was. Oh. Wow, yeah, that's so, fun. Okay, so the conversation did get off to a bizarre start, yeah. and that, that's where it began, but it did transition. It did, because after, you know, we talked about the Zac Efron movie where he plays Ted Bundy. We had to explain to them who Ted Bundy was, and now they're interested and interested, and then Murphy started talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, okay, well then, hold on. In my, in my defense, they asked a question, and then we realized, okay, this is the time to stop this part of the conversation. Mike, tell oh, a little. So, so then what we went on to, which they're always fascinating, we, we started talking about stories from when they were little, and then they started asking questions about me and Jody. They, that's Your kids always love to know stories from your childhood. Yeah. And so yeah, even they, if they act like they don't, you know. In fact, I the one that I told them, and, and Phoebe, our youngest, died laughing at it. And Sam, I think I've told you this story before that when me and my brother and my sister, I was probably all of twelve, which would have made my brother ten and my sister eight. We were we were staying by ourselves during one summer, and there was a tornado watch that popped up, mm-hmm. and so we were concerned that. The weather was going to get really bad. It was dark outside. So we put together our kit, our little survival kit, <laughs> and attached it to the back of our- Food to, and water. The, yeah, to the back of our go-kart. <laughs> You're getting out of town. And cranked up the go-kart. It's like, all right, time to go. And, you know, so we started going down the street, and then we realized, where are we going? <laughs> no idea where we're going. And, I love that story because he's Mr. Safety. It's kind of like, you're going to go outside when the tornado's coming. Yeah. In a go-kart. Yeah. <laughs> In a go-kart. That's great, Dad. Tell us more about Jeffrey Dahmer. Ugh. We got them completely off that subject. Yeah. Thank goodness. Sorry, somebody suggested something to me the other day that I was going to suggest to you, Jody. <laughs> what? Take Was a long walk ju- off a short yeah, plane. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you can do, Murphy? You can go. <laughs> it wasn't that. Uh-huh. It was actually something that would help uh, our youngest daughter, Jody. You know, Phoebe uh, is is having a reading. Uh, well, she has a, a project for the summer. She has three reading assignments for the summer, actually. Yeah. And, you know, she reminds me a lot of me. She, she struggles with... You know, well, staying on time mm-hmm. with reading assignments. She's a procrastinator yeah. about reading, and, and she puts it off. <laughs> yes. So I had somebody suggest something I thought was a great idea, but then I had this: Oh my God! Well, wait, is that is it cheating? Right. And and it probably isn't cheating, but it, he suggested using Audible or some audio book like yeah. that as a we you know a way of learning the lesson because you know for advanced reading. Well, I've had a lot of caffeine this morning. <laughs> I feel like I'm speeding through everything. But anyway, um, you know, it, it, for advanced reading, you can't watch movies. Accelerated reading, whatever Acceler- it's called. AR, Accelerated yeah. Reading Program. It's not advanced. They don't but- put books on the list that have movies because they don't want you. To- <laughs> that would be cheating. <laughs> right? So, but... But for Audible. Uh, you know, so yeah, you can't read The Shining. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. But um, you can get them on audio but, so, but an audio book, you know, would be a, a way to be able to do the project. And it's really technically not cheating because it's, it's I the book. I think it is. It's not cheating. Well, you have to be careful with it. Yes, it's not cheating. But I, I was... I'm going to say I was forced to read this book called The Red Badge of Courage. Right, yeah. right, baby. One of the most boring books I of know, all time. And I, I listened to it on an audiobook, and I basically had to listen to the thing three times because oh, no. was that I fell asleep so much. Yeah. Uh, but I'm guessing most schools don't say, no, you can't do an audiobook. I, you know, I don't know. I, and actually, there are some programs, because I, I looked this up, it helps students who have reading, you know, those who are dyslexic or have trouble interpreting Sure. You know, the the right. visual written word. And they even did a study to show, okay, what do you retain better? Do you read and retain better or do you listen Here. and retain better? 
And actually, it comes out to be just about the same hmm. because the only difference is you're not having to do what the brain does to decode the well, to word. me, reading is more valuable. I'm not an educator, but to me, reading the word, you become a better speller when you read more often. Yes. You learn, you just learn it. You yeah. only learn the content when you listen. Mm-hmm. When you read it, you see the words, and that goes into your brain. Yeah, cheating is the wrong way to ask. It's you know, how does it actually impact the outcome? Because it's not <laughs> sure. cheating. That's a, it's just a let's different stop way. Stop saying of the word it. cheating. Yeah, right. <laughs> One of the questions we've asked this week, and we've loved hearing from you on this, um, can kids, should kids be able to listen to audio books for their summer reading, or yes. is that cheating? No. 877-310-4MSJ. Love to hear from you on this. Kate is a teacher. What did you want to say? I wanted to give you a little, my input on your question about reading and audiobook. Yes. Hmm. Go the ahead. The whole idea of summer reading is to strengthen reading skills. Right. Audiobooks are not going to do that unless you read along with it. That's right. a great strategy for English language learners or those who are behind or have delays. Yeah. Because right. that teaches them, okay, I'm looking at the word. Mm-hmm. This is what it sounds like. This is what the vocal inflection is. Right. Put together, it's a great idea. Separate, no. It's so crazy. We've had every sort of response, but this is the best blended response because a lot of the response is it's not the same thing. You need to read so that you recognize words. It you know increases your vocabulary, all that. The other thing is if you get the story, you get the story. It doesn't matter how. And then yours is the oh, perfect yeah, blend. Does. Yeah, I well, agree. You see, I live down here on the border of Mexico. I'm, I'm 75 feet from Juarez as we talk. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of English language learners, and we use audiobooks like crazy. Wonderful. Because it le- it lets a person hear the language. When you're mm-hmm. trying to learn another language, get an audiobook, get the printed book, read along. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. way to learn. One of my friends who I think she spent most of her life in Puerto Rico, and then she came here, and she was telling us the other day that she, she was telling me, Murphy, the other day, that she learned the language from Friends, and I was like, oh, that's nice that your friends helped you. She goes, no, 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 I watched Friends, <laughs> and then watched the English words at the bottom, like, yeah, you did. So she knows the word pivot. <laughs> she does know the word pivot. <laughs> it's Erica. Anyway, so yeah, look, thank you for this perspective. If I allow audiobooks sure. for summer reading, I'm going to encourage the follow-along. Well, you know, it's a great idea, and then it's pretty soon it's like, okay, you know what? I'd rather hear my voice in my head reading it. Thank you. Because then I can practice it. Yeah. Right. Thank I you. love it. Sure. Thank you, Kate. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to jump in. Here we go. Pivot. <laughs> <laughs> love having you along. So jump into the conversation anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Trish. Good day so far. Oh, yes. So you guys were talking about your, you know, Valentine's gifts and things and what, you know, how to do it easy and cheap and all this. Well, normally I do that. Mm -hmm. This year I kind of went above and beyond my normal. Okay, so I would never do this because I'm a very (laughs) self-conscious individual. I went and had boudoir pictures made for my husband. Wow. We have been married. We've only been married for two years, but we've been together for 10. Yes. And um, I don't go around flashing in like that. That's that's not my style. Right. Um, A co-worker of mine had went and had it done just because she wanted to have it done. And I thought, well, those look really classy. And I thought, well, you know what? That would be a really outside of the original value 
Valentine, you know, thing to do. So it was a little out of my comfort zone, but I mm-hmm. felt very comfortable doing it once I got there. Mm-hmm. Do they make so you feel, they help you feel comfortable? Oh, yes. She was absolutely wonderful. That's um, great. Her daughter does the makeup and, and the hair, and which was really kind of cool. She did really good. Makeup was like on fleek, so, or on point, or whatever the term is. <laughs> that they use but anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really good. And, yeah. Um, but her daughter left, and it was just she and I that um, were doing the photos and everything. And she was very good, and we laughed and had a good time. She makes you feel comfortable. It's actually a little bit invigorating of course (laughs) of course it is so let me ask you this does he know uh have you given the valentines yet he does know i pulled it up and i showed him the sneak peek of what you're gonna what you're gonna get and it didn't even have all the poses in there it just had a couple of the outfits and whatnot and what's funny is out of the 10 that she sent me the two that he liked best i was in a jersey Ah. Well, he's got his style, Trish. He's got his style. Yeah. Awesome. Wonder what he's no, going to do for I, you. I was, He'll probably buy you I a jersey. <laughs> you know, it's funny you said that because after he after he saw the picture, he says, babe, we need to get you a jersey. Uh-huh. Oh well, I God. think that you can expect <laughs> it, Trish. Well, he, he's a who. That's definitely different. Very bold of you. Jody, you yeah. Do this. <laughs> we'll see. I don't have many jerseys left. <laughs> uh, hey, you can buy them on eBay for nothing. <sighs> Thank you, Trish. Appreciate the phone call. Man, I don't know that I would necessarily want you to do that. I you know don't. What I mean? Don't worry. I don't think. I that think I would you're ever... too modest for that. Yeah. And not that you know. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's very classy. No, the way it's, it's done is very I'm classy. Sure. Uh, one of my exes did that for me. Oh, Sam. Are you serious? Yeah. You want to hear me about guess. it? Yes. <laughs> You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, catch the videos that you know get posted, and then uh, of course you know every single day we do the Murphy Sam and Jody podcast, including something special called the After the Show podcast. Um, Sam, we were telling you about um, having a really good night at home with the girls mm-hmm. the other night, Taylor and Phoebe, and me and Murph. We just started talking at dinner at the dinner table, which that's where it begins. I'm a fan of dinner so together as true. often as possible, um, and so after dinner we're clearing plates and everybody's putting their stuff in the sink and we walk over to the bar area it's not a bar area. whatever it's a bar it's break out the scotch that's right who wants vodka tonight no. kids no and phoebe's birth phoebe's birthday was earlier this week <clears throat> call it a breakfast bar. and she's got three cakes i'm not kidding you from hot one of them is like um something that taylor picked up like a cookie cake thing yeah um the other one is this little one i got for her with a flower on top of it for her to blow the candles out because she really wanted that one. And what is that called? A mini cake? What was it called? Baby cake. A baby cake. It was a baby cake. Baby cake? Yeah, with a beautiful flower made out of that. What, is, what do you call that stuff that you can make anything? Fondant. Fond- yeah. Yeah. You know what's weird about it is it it's, came on the flat. It, looks, it came on the flat full-size cake platter thingy yeah but the cake is small so it looks like a top hat yeah it's but it's it's about the size of i don't know four cupcakes stacked on top of each other maybe right it's a cute so it's, it's actually a, called a baby cake yeah it's a baby cake and i got it for her oh. to blow her candela and just wanted to bring something light and little to the restaurant where we took her for her birthday dinner and That's then cake too. it was another cake from the other day when she had a friend over and so we've had we have three leftover cakes. So it's like we start we continue our conversation. We're talking about everything, old stories from when we were little. We're laughing about stuff. They're telling us their stories from the day at school, and we're just and it just turned into this thing. We're all sitting around. I'm sorry, standing around 
eating cake. Hmm. Like everybody grabs a fork and we're just digging into our cakes. I don't even think we cut slices and put them on plates. Did you, Murphy? Uh, yeah, well, I, can't I, had, I had to cut the dry end off of one of them. Yeah. Right. Well, they were in the, had been in the refrigerator. Yeah, since that is. But it was just like, and that I even said, I don't know if you caught that. It's like, this is so fun. We're all just going to stand around here and eat cake. And we ended up talking and sitting in the living room for another hour, just telling stories. And at the end, it was my one of my favorite nights because at the end of it, it's like 8.30. And I'm like, Phoebe, you need to go finish your homework. Of course, I'm the one that has to bring up the bad news that this has to end. And daddy wants to play music. He That's wants right. to keep going and telling stories. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And she was like, both of them were like, can we just do this for a little bit longer? So we did. You know, okay, 10 more minutes of family time. And one more cake. Yeah. And for the record, we didn't finish the cake. So oh, more tonight. Tonight. So Trish just called and let us know that she had um, some special photos made for her husband for Valentine's Day. Boudoir photography is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And so, Sam, you've been there, done that. Not for you, but... <laughs> you, oh. Can you imagine guy boudoir photography? <sighs> Looking your best. The market, the market for everything, <laughs> it probably I is. Okay, so you have an ex that did this for you. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was pleasantly... <laughs> One, two, or three. Three. I'm joking. I was... <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right. Maybe See, now, kinda, now I'm picturing it. <laughs> Sam, stop. I kind of figured, but yeah. Um, and it was a surprise, and I was really just like Trish said. It's just it was so classy, right? Good. Yeah, it wasn't. It was nice. It wasn't trashy. It was classy. Nice. And it was like, oh wow. And it and honestly, it made me look at that person in a whole new light. Really? Like, oh wow! Look at that. Oh. I, I don't. What I don't, new light? I don't know. It, it Hard was to just describe. sexier, prettier. Wow. Um, and and it, you know, obviously she was beautiful, but it also too the photographer, the way right that works. They know what they're doing. Right now, I and, and after it was done, she had a book printed up. You know, mm-hmm. so I got a booklet. It was given to me for birthday or Valentine's or something. Wow. With about twenty pictures and it was twenty just like, pictures. Yeah, it was great. Wow. With some wow. full spreads and some half pages and stuff. It was just really good. See yeah, and wow. there, there's certainly nothing wrong with that at, at all. It's I just don't know everybody. that I would be comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. You know, Jody yeah. probably wouldn't be comfortable doing it and I wouldn't be comfortable receiving it. I don't know. I, I don't it's think not something so. you want to leave on the coffee I've table. No, about. it's not something you leave out. It's not something I've ever thought about. Yeah. So do you? St- it was a gift for you. Do you still have it? No, I don't. She took it away when you got divorced. Yeah. Well, it was her. Well, I know. It, and it's her, it's her. Well, I mean, granted, there are pictures where she's wearing my shirt, and there's a picture where she's reading one of my books. You know, one of the poses she took. Okay. But yeah, so it's like somebody else gets to enjoy that oh, book now. Well, okay. <laughs> uh. Today we get to visit with our very dear friend and legendary cookbook author, Holly Clegg, about yeah. this whole cancer journey that you've been on. Hey, Holly. Hello. Good hey. morning, Miss Trim and Terrific. <laughs> Good morning. And unfortunately, I'm way too trim and terrific right now. <laughs> I mean, my weight is in, in the hospital. They were giving me uh, bags of fat, lipids. And oh my God. One, of, one of the doctors said, you need to take a picture of this for your next cookbook. <laughs> Who gets bags of fat that I do? <laughs> I just want to thank you all. Just um, This is so meaningful. I can't think of anybody I'd rather do an interview with. And I have energy this morning and... You know, and nothing, you know, it makes me happy to work. I mean, that's yeah. all I know, you know. Is, yep. But being able to do this, you know, yep. another time is means a lot. You know, there was someone at MD Anderson with supportive care that was moving me to palliative care, and she came in and saw me, and she said, what are you doing here? She said, get out of this hospital and mm-hmm. get out, like, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And um, 
in retrospect, people get good news, and I see their good news. We really didn't have it. We were just clutching to keep going, and I think in life, that's what you do. Our, my goal was that, and went back for treatment to start treatment again, and the second chemo just tore me up. I mean, I lost like 10 pounds in a week, and really, uh, we were out of there Saturday. My doctor actually came in. It was such a tribute to me that I've had so much fortune in getting to see this. All the fellows that were with me since August came in one by one to tell me goodbye and hug me. So I took my, uh, you know, my daughters were with me and my six and a half year old grandson from Dallas, who's, you know, I'm pretty attached to. And what were we doing? We were making memories. We laughed. We cried on the plane. We do a lot of laughing and a lot of crying. But at some point, you know, I realized there's a quality of life and I, to be beat up again and not live wasn't my choice anymore. I'm thankful this girl walked into my room and said, people wait too late to go into hospice. And mm. there's studies that say, which I didn't know this, that people in hospice actually live longer. Um, so I didn't know that. And I'll share with you. They said, my doctor, I said, how long? Which nobody knows. But he okay. said probably weeks to months. Mm. So, um but that's, that's okay. It. You know, I'm creating more memories, doing this show, sharing it with everybody. Everybody out there, I can't even thank enough for all the messages. I see them all, the Facebook message, the social media, my blog, everything. Because who gets to see that I've inspired people and made a change in someone's life mm-hmm. now? And I'm getting to enjoy that. Holly, stick around with us. Let's talk a little bit more about how you plan to keep that legacy alive. We will do that next. We are visiting with our friend and the cookbook legend, awesome lady, Holly Clegg. Thank you for doing this with us, Holly. Oh, it's my pleasure to share my story and spend time with y'all another time, which has always been important throughout my whole career. You know, so to bring anybody up, anyone up to speed that doesn't know... Um, Less than a week ago, you were told, yeah. okay, there's nothing more you can do in this fight. Why don't you go home and be with your family? And you chose to do that. Right. I did, and it was the best decision I've ever made. I said, anybody that knows me knows that I talk about my kids and how incredible and amazing they are, that they're all successful, but they're nice people. And they all married, all three of them married great spouses, so it gives me a lot of comfort to know they're with the person that'll take care of them. Mm-hmm. So they're by my side. My husband, um, who keeps saying I don't mention him, but I said, Mike, you're with me all the time. You're implied. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so I definitely want, but I said, we'll be married 40 years, September 1st, and that's one of my oh. goals to, to celebrate that day for 40 years. And Oh, my goodness. I mean, it, in the middle of the night last night, I woke up at 4. I always wake up and need a little more morphine to get me through the night. Uh. He woke up and said, don't move. I'll get it for you. And we talked and held hands till 5 in the morning. And wow. when... I was told to keep, this is the time to keep living, not to start dying. So that resonated with me and my career. My goal now wasn't to sell my cookbooks. My goal now, I I have to have a platform, but my goal to me is, I mean, gastro cancer is so rare. As I said, I had zero risk factors. Mm -hmm. When you have breast cancer, they know exactly which chemo to give you everything because there's been so much research gastric cancer is underfunded and under-researched. And 
I couldn't think of any better thing to do for my family. We started a fund for gastric cancer with MD Anderson. I wanted it to go straight to MD Anderson to the research. Mm-hmm. I was in a clinical trial, and even though I didn't come out the way we had hoped, they learned from this what they should do and shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. So my hope is that all you out there, I sort of wanted it to be a grassroots campaign. You don't have to donate a lot of money. Donate what you were going to spend on lunch today. I said if yeah. Bernie Sanders could do this, I could do this. We all just donate what we're going to spend on lunch or dinner or whatever. All that adds up and makes a difference. And hopefully my legacy will help other people coming up. Thank you, Holly. Um, get a link to that Holly's Research Fund right now at murphysamandjody.com. A little bit more with Holly mm-hmm. um, from home coming up next. After many months of fighting cancer in the hospital, our dear friend and cookbook author, Holly Clegg, uh, you decided to mm. go home, be with your family, since they said there's nothing more they can do for you. Uh, Holly, um, and if this is not too personal, are you at peace now? I, I'm so fulfilled and overwhelmed. You know, my mission of my life was to make a difference in people's lives. Mm-hmm. And who gets to see this all but the pouring out on Facebook and Instagram? You know, I, last night, it was so... Invaluable. I didn't want to go to Europe. I didn't want to fly here, do that. I had all my kids in my bedroom. They were on the floor. We were all talking, laughing at the bachelorette. That's how mindless, you know. Because you have to laugh at it if you're going to watch it. But they were all on the floor around me. And so I feel I'm fortunate that I had this time. And also my passion for my career. I mean, this career, I've been on every major national TV show, work with Walmart, QVC. I love doing that. I've been on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody show more times than I can even count. More times than anybody else. And I will tell you this, talking about your legacy and how you live on, you live on in your influence. You do. Jody, do you mind sharing the... I I was so touched. Jody shared four things that I influenced her. Do you mind sharing those? Do you I don't mind at all. Number one, um, you gave me more confidence in the kitchen. The more I got to know you, the more I realized, oh, you can really do this. Like the whole Ratatouille movie, if anyone can cook, that's Holly. (laughs) That's you. Anyone can cook. Here are the recipes. Here's how to do it. And if you have to improvise, improvise. Number two, and I shared all this on social because once I finally found the words to sort of express what you mean to me, that's what I put. Number two, you always looked when you came in here, and it's a radio show, before there were cameras in here, you always looked like a million bucks because you were representing yourself and your brand and I thought oh my gosh look at how she does this mm-hmm. she's self-made and that's a detail that she does not miss yeah and you always brought food Holly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Holly you taught me that I that. that I always brought food yeah. because I was scared y'all wouldn't invite me back <laughs> the other two are more quick I guess the other one being that if you're doing your own thing like we were Murphy, Sam and Jody it's our own thing you're doing your own thing nobody's going to ever really represent you better than you you showed us that too I remember you saying those words mm-hmm. like when you had somebody people working with you it's still your thing Holly and you are your brand y'all are right. your brand you have to be hands on if it's, if it's your own thing absolutely and finally the fourth thing you taught me maybe mostly recently is the positivity like being grateful no matter what comes your way is, is the way to be for sure. Well, I love you. I love you three dearly. Yeah. And you've been such a major part of my life. So thank you. We're, we're grateful to be able to speak with you. Yeah, now I probably have to go take a nap, but I did okay. it. 
Jody's Hollywood Outsider. The movie A Star is Born is being re-released in theaters tomorrow, you may have heard. Tell me something good. It's going to be like in 3D or something? No. Oh. It doesn't need to be. Um, 12 additional minutes that you didn't see the first time it ran in theaters with more... Uh, well, additional footage, obviously, uh, but mostly extended musical performances oh, like okay. um, Jackson and Allie, <laughs> the main characters, sang a lot together, writing songs, working together. Yeah. And so some of that eventually had to be cut down for them, Bradley Cooper, to tell the story. So oh. now that there's heightened interest in the movie, they're going to re- look. Kinda, so it's kind of like it a now. director's cut being re-released. Oh, yeah. Bradley's cut. Yeah. So, um, tw- and then you're going to hear songs that are, are on the soundtrack, but that did, did not make it. But to she, the actual she doesn't movie. sing her own songs. That's her being Allie. Yeah. Sam, let her be an actress. So, A Star is Born in theaters for one week st- again, starting tomorrow. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Hey, Sam, earlier you were saying that the new thing in milk, and I love almond milk, and we I kind of did cashew milk, but the new thing oh, is... I like cashew milk. I like it. I mean, there's just like a whole thing now on this, you know? I don't know how you get enough milk out of a cashew <laughs> to make a whole well, carton. Or, or how many cashews it takes to make a carton. <laughs> right. You know, you need to just Google the whole process. I'm sure it's very it's interesting. It's probably ground up and mixed. Right, but you said that there's something else coming, and it's called banana milk? Yeah. That sounds... Fabulous to me. Unless you're Elvis, then it's called Nanner Milk. <laughs> it sounds fabulous to me. Um, the the flavor, it sounds like it's going to work. It sounds like it's going to be good for you. And you know, one of my favorite things in the whole wide world, and I would never, I've not done it in years, years. But I used to, I used to love the taste of banana baby food. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, so good. Some ba- banana baby food, apple Peach sauce. baby food yeah. is delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember trying to, when I was feeding the girls baby food, they always ate the banana. They always ate the sweet more so than they, yeah. they didn't like the peas. Yeah. And I can't blame them. <laughs> but um, I would always be like, you don't want to eat that? Fine. Oh, so good. Yeah. So if banana milk even and comes. And that's when I start crying because now they want it. <laughs> yeah. If banana milk even comes close to being like that, we all win. I mean, you can make pancakes with banana milk. Yeah. And you have banana pancakes. It's the most exciting thing in food. We've been talking about uh, things your teenagers, you need to actually show them how to do rather than do for them. So many. It's tough to get out of that habit as a parent, yeah. Uh, And it flashes me back to to all of my kids actually doing math with them, math Mm. homework, because do you find that your kids are surprised that you actually know how to math? Um, Do math. I don't know if surprised is the right word. I only did math up until a certain point, and then yeah. they left me in the dust. And you know that's a shame, and but it's true. Yeah, Murphy, you're the so you're the math helper. Is, if at all, Actually, our oldest is much more astute at calculus than I ever was. Calculus is where I started to get a little rough around the edges. Yeah, what she's I was doing good now. all the way through algebra, and then when I hit trigonometry, it was like, okay, this is getting dicey. When I hit calculus, it was like foreign language. You know, I don't remember calculus and physics from high school. I had them. I remember physics. I loved it. But, but in doing algebra with the kids, it's been great because it's like... They, it they, comes back to you. They sit there and they go, I just can't figure out this angle on this triangle. And I'm thinking, and it just, ding, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. And they're like, how do you know that? It's like I was taught it I too. went to school too. Yeah. It's stuck. But it, it's it's odd that those some of those little things from algebra... Good. I actually remember. That means you and were then, taught well. And they don't serve me any purpose today. Just that one little... Except to help them with homework, I guess. Right. Pass it on. That's yeah. how it helped you, I guess. Yeah. Yay, algebra. <laughs> That's one. 
Life during the summer can be different at vacation time. Take us along with you, though, and listen on your schedule when you want to. For some laughs, you can do it. Once the kids go to bed. Download the podcast. It's all there for you. It is free. You even get after the show.